You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, there are a lot of people, I'm going to quit my job and live by faith. Well, in one of my sermons I preach, I say, yeah, you're going to quit your job and starve by faith, too. A lot of people got the idea that preachers don't work, that we live by faith. Hey, we work. We may not go to a physical job and work with our hands, but I'm going to tell you what. They've been several hours of study that have gone in to preparing this particular series of lessons and a lot of hours of prayer. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on his teaching, The Twofold Work of Atonement, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. How many of you ever had to study U.S. government? Well, wouldn't it be stupid for us to say, okay, now, the president, yeah, that's real. Now, we're we just going to pull it out over here, and we're going to throw Congress and the judicial part out. We wouldn't have much of a government because it takes it all to work together. Well, how can you pull one part of the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ when he suffered, bled, and died on Calvary? How can you pull one part of it out over here and say that it's real and it's effective and we can and push the rest of it away and say it don't work? Hey, that's what preachers, schools, Bible classes are doing every day. It will be done this very day in Bible teaching classes in this city today and children and adults will sit and hear somebody that is supposed to be an authority on the subject teach it and they will receive it into their ears and they will believe it because so-and-so said it. Huh? And then what do you think will happen to the gospel of Christ? It will become non-effective. Now, through though the human family is still under the Adamic curse of sin, yet Christ intended for the whole world to be redeemed spiritually and have spiritual everlasting life through the blood offering of Jesus Christ. Though we're still under the Adamic curse, God intended that through the suffering and the body of Christ, that man or mankind or the human race receive divine or spiritual healing. Now this brings me to another point. We begin to talk about some curses. I hear people running around saying, I thank God I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. That's great. And you are. Okay? Galatians 3, 13, 14. How many of you ever heard of that? All right. But now I'm going to tell you something. You may be redeemed from the curse of the law. But did you know that the Adamic curse that was placed on the world... And on mankind in general, 
is still in effect and will never be released until Jesus Christ returns to this earth? Read Romans chapter 8 and it tells you that the whole earth is groaning for the day when it will be released from that curse. Spiritually, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. The curse of the law and the Adamic curse are two different things. The curse that came on mankind and the curse that came on the earth because of Adam's sin and transgression is completely removed from the curse of the law. We need to go study the Old Testament. I have, I have a problem with the new charismatics that do not go and study the Old Testament enough to find out about the ages and the dispensations and the laws and the, the penalties and the governments concerning the different dispensations and the curses of the law. If you would find out what the curses of the law are, you would not be trying to make the power of God that you have work on the Adamic curse, it won't. One of the curses that came on mankind through the Adamic curse are the curse of sin. They're both synonymous terms. If you study it in theologically, they're both synonymous terms. One of the curses is that man would have to work. And up until this place, till you are redeemed, re being redeemed from the curse of the law has nothing to do with being redeemed from having to work for a living. Now there are a lot of people, I'm going to quit my job and live by faith. Well, in one of my sermons I preach, I say, yeah, you're going to quit your job and starve by faith too. A lot of people got the idea that preachers don't work, that we live by faith. Hey, we work. We may not go to a physical job and work with our hands, but I'm going to tell you what. There have been several hours of study that have gone in to preparing this particular series of lessons. And a lot of hours of prayer. Just to get those first three pages of introductions that I give to you, just to show you what it takes, there was two hours of study to get three little pages of introduction. And my desk was covered with all of these books. And we don't work. You see, we've got ourselves all messed up because we do not understand the Word of God. One of the curses that came on the human race through the sin of Adam was travail or pain in childbirth. Now because you have been spiritually redeemed, you can reduce the amount of suffering by believing God, but you cannot completely do away with it because it cannot be completely done away with if Jesus Christ returns to this earth and sets up the order again the way God had it in the beginning with Adam before Adam worked when he came down in the cool of evening and walked with him. You say, well, I bet your daddy don't believe that. Where do you think I heard it taught first? <laughs> I 
I've been on his platform since I was two years old. I used to hear him do a lot of teaching in the church. When he was pastor for 12 years, do you think all he taught on was faith and healing? No. He taught on judgment. He taught on love. He taught on prayer. He taught on the Bible subjects of dispensations and ages and the curses and the different curses and the different covenants. See, there's an Adamic curse, but there is also an Adamic covenant too. Through the man Adam, there's a covenant that we have. There's a curse that came through Noah, but there's also a Noahic covenant. When you go begin to study all of these curses, you'll find out that through that though there's a curse, there is a covenant that goes along with it. Though there was a curse to the law, we have been redeemed from it. We have a covenant that goes along with it. What we get because that we don't come underneath. You see, we have failed to put it all together. Man's traditions and man's ideas have infiltrated until we do not have a complete, clear picture of the interworkings of God. If we would learn the interworkings of God and His family, we would find out that it works just like a father on this earth with his family. People looking from the outside, putting their own interpretations on it, cannot see it directly and why certain things are certain ways. Some people can't understand why you discipline your children certain ways. Even your mother-in-law gets upset or your father-in-law or Aunt Susie or Uncle Johnny gets upset because you get on Junior's case because he's not doing right. And they put their own interpretations on it. And they'll say, well, now our family tradition is thus and so. This is my family. This is my son. And I want him lined up. It's a family tradition that he's just supposed to do so and so. Baloney. That's what's the matter with us now. We got too much tradition. And this same tradition, this same kind of an attitude has carried over into the religious world. Amen, hello, me, something. It's true. It carried over into the religious world. Until now, we have a great controversy over healing. These traditions have so carried over and we have so lost touch with the older generations just as they did in the Bible until healing in the atonement and healing in the church has become not only from the outside a problem, but has become a problem within the church. Because they start talking about, well, tradition says this and tradition says that, and our 
great theologian so-and-so says this. Yeah, but what does the Bible say? You see, we have lost the Bible and gone to tradition. We've gone to what this one is saying and that one is saying. You see? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in the offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Zoe, The God Kind of Life. Also included is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Faith That Works. These great resources are for the special price of $17.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. So, you know, we are so glad that you partner with us. You know, we have so many of you that come when we're on the road uh, doing our crusades. You come up and say, I've been a partner with you for a long time. Others come say, hey, I just become a partner. And uh, you say, well, what is a partner? Well, it's somebody that prays regularly for us and sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send to help support Rhema, keep Rhema Bible College going and keep this program going. And you just go to rhema.org slash WPC on the computer and you get all the information. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagan will continue his message, The Twofold Work of Atonement. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.